It's 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Wednesday, June 21st, 2023, the first day of summer. I'm Derek Gilbert. Topic number five today, the Ukrainian Light Brigade. Contrary to the way the Ukrainian counteroffensive has been portrayed by many in the corporate media, at least one report from the Asia Times, written by David P. Goldman, describes the counteroffensive as very much like the charge of the Light Brigade, which took place more than 160 years ago in the Crimean Peninsula, by the way, the Crimean War, as a unit of British cavalry due to mixed-up orders charged into massed cannon fire and were absolutely obliterated. Anyway, American and European military observers in Ukraine, according to Goldman, described the Ukraine Army's efforts of this counteroffensive as a suicide mission that violate the basic rules of military tactics. One senior European officer, quoted by Goldman, said, quote, If you want to conduct an offensive and you have a dozen brigades and a few dozen tanks, you concentrate them and try to break through the enemy line. Ukrainians have been running around in five different directions. They were trained by the British and they're playing light brigade. Again, referring to the 1854 disaster that led to the famous poem, The Charge of the Light Brigade. Now, again, this is based on just a very simple military concept. When you are outnumbered, you mass your forces to gain superiority of numbers at one point in the line, punch through, and drive towards your objective. It appears that the Ukrainians have not been doing that, but instead have been... Uh, dispersing their forces and attacking at multiple fronts, which has been reported by the corporate media here in the West. Although not the results of that particular tactic, uh, Ukraine's tanks, according to Goldman, have at least in one case charged directly into minefields without clearing the mines first, resulting in the loss of 38 tanks the night of June the 8th. That included uh, number, a number of the new uh, Leopard 2 tanks delivered from Germany and Poland. And according to this European officer quoted by Goldman, without air superiority, it is a suicide mission. Russia's helicopters can stand off and fire anti-tank missiles from a distance of six miles without Ukraine being able to knock those helicopters out of the sky. Meanwhile, on June 4th, a group calling itself the Polish Volunteer Corps issued a statement confirming it had carried out a series of cross-border ground offensives into Russia. Now, understand what this means. Polish troops, troops from a NATO ally of the United States crossing into Russia. Now, given the assurances that we've been hearing from the Biden administration and Ukrainian war planners who insisted that no attacks would be carried out inside Russian territory, it is uh, really conspicuous that not only has this taken place, but that the troops were apparently Polish soldiers. Now, again, Poland, a NATO member state, which means that at least in theory, the United States is treaty-bound to defend Poland if Russia decides to retaliate. So these raids raise an obvious question. Just what is United States policy in Ukraine? Was it ever plainly disclosed to the American public, who, after all, we are the chief financial sponsors of the Ukrainian military in this uh, war effort, that uh, the scope of the war would eventually include platoons of Polish troops attacking on Russian soil? Uh, the, it's a rhetorical question. Of course, the answer is no, no, it wasn't. And according to the New York Times and Washington Post, soldiers billed as volunteers have been striking Russian border settlements with U.S.-provided weaponry. On Tuesday this week, it was reported by that uh, Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu said that Ukrainian forces are plotting attacks with American HIMARS long-range missile systems and Storm Shadow missiles from the United Kingdom against 
the Crimean Peninsula, which Russia continue, considers part of its uh, homeland now. So here's the important point. Shoigu said that this would mean full-scale involvement of the U.S. and the U.K. in this war since their military systems, their weapons systems, would be involved. Did we sign up for this? How does this all play out? Topic number four, Big Brother, uh, and not the reality show that's been running for 25 years on CBS. Talking about the Orwell Big Brother, United Nations planning to introduce a global digital ID system linked to individuals' bank accounts. What can possibly go wrong? This is similar to a plan developed by the World Economic Forum, hashtag Great Reset, which is outlined in three new policy briefs from the United Nations. From the uh, report, quote, digital IDs linked with bank or mobile money accounts can improve the delivery of social protection coverage and serve to better reach eligible beneficiaries, end quote. In other words, they'll sell it to us by saying this is a way to faster and more securely deliver things like COVID relief payments, stimulus checks, right to your account. Uh, but of course, since your digital ID will be connected to that, we'll take into consideration what you're saying about our new world order on social media. Uh, this uh, digital future would be governed by something, according to the report, something called the apex body that is yet to be defined and set up. The apex body. It's not too creepy. Um, essentially, the objective is to have people's devices and entities all tied up in a collected network, a connected network that would be centrally administered, probably by unelected bureaucrats. One world government. Topic number three, save the children. According to Joe Biden, who is slamming a uh, pro-life senator, blocking over 200 military advancement nominees, military promotion nominees, uh, because of the Pentagon's new policy of funding abortions, this is bizarre. Biden's words. Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama continues to stand against the Pentagon's illegal abortion funding. Pro-abortion Democrats want him to give up his fight to protect babies and uh, support pro-life Americans. The Department of Defense policy, new, requires taxpayers to pay travel costs and time off for military service members and their families to abort unborn children. As a result, Republicans estimate approximately 4,100 more unborn babies will be killed in abortions every year and partly on taxpayers' dimes. But opposing the taxpayer-funded abortions... Um, a stance taken by most Americans, according to surveys, is bizarre, according to President Biden. Well, the fault of this holdup is uh, not Senator Tuberville. It is uh, the Biden administration that is prioritizing the ability to kill unborn children by members of the military over the readiness of our military units themselves. Uh, Senator Tuberville said the Biden administration and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin putting pro-abortion politics ahead of military promotions. Topic number two, Texas bans DEI, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, Governor Abbott of Texas uh, on Wednesday signed into law legislation that eliminates DEI offices at the state's public colleges and universities. Exceptions are uh, include academic course instruction, research, or creative works by an institution of higher education's students or faculty. In other words, they can still do research into DEI, but uh, having an office of DEI that's looking over the shoulders of everyone on campus, no more in Texas. 
Um, Texas becomes the second state, by the way, behind Florida to abolish DEI offices in higher education. A North Dakota bill, also signed into law this spring, bans public universities from requiring DEI statements or non-credit diversity training for students and staffs. Really getting back to the vision of Dr. Martin Luther King, that we uh, analyze the uh, character of someone based on who they are, not the color of their skin. Sadly, in academia today, here in the West, unless you consider the color of someone's skin, you're racist. In other words, being anti-racist means you must be ultra-racist. Which leads to our number one story coming up. Trees are racist, at least in Florida, thanks to Governor DeSantis, of course. Uh, That's ahead on 5 and 10. Christ compared the days of his return to those of Noah. Genesis 6-4 says, There were giants in the earth in those days. Are we as humans once again about to be brought face to face with a prophesied super race of malevolent giants, literally hell-bent on the destruction of the image of God and his people? What modern-day mystery surrounding Gilgal Raphaim, the ancient wheel of giants, might be linked to a sudden hyper-acceleration of end times prophecy? Skywatch TV is proud to unveil for the first time anywhere, the docuseries that uncovers what Bible scholars have missed for hundreds of years, the Angels and Giants Expedition Collection. When you order this phenomenal new collection, you'll receive the Angels and Giants, the Watchers and the Nephilim four-part docuseries on DVD. This groundbreaking new series travels the world and unveils for the first time ever archaeological, cultural, and even spiritual evidence of the existence of fallen angels and giants here on Earth, beings whose allegorical, historical, and even physical handprints have remained purposely hidden behind the veil by wicked, anti-God evildoers. Until now. Join producer and director Rudy Landa, along with Tim Ross and their incredible team of scholars as they travel thousands of miles around the world to investigate dozens of ancient locations like Gilgal Raphaim, known as the Wheel of Giants, the megalithic structure in Israel that many prophecy experts believe was the place of biblical legend where Moses encountered an ancient species of giants when Israel settled in the land of Canaan and may even be the tomb of King Ah, the king of Bashan. Featuring interviews with world-renowned experts in ancient history, biblical theology, and academia, like Dr. Thomas Horn, Doug Vendor, Carl Gallops, L.A. Marzulli, Robert Putty Putman, Fritz Zimmerman, Stephen Wondernick, and Chief Joseph and Dr. Laura Lynn Riverwind, The Angels and Giants, The Watchers and the Nephilim four-part docuseries on DVD, brings you face-to-face with the truth about biblical portals, ancient star gods, the Book of Enoch, the rebellion in heaven involving fallen angels that brought about the birth of giants, a race of super beings known as the Nephilim, and the possibility of their imminent return here on earth. But that's not all. This brand new collection also includes the Angels and Giants Illuminated Companion DVD. This standalone masterpiece takes you on an expedition of epic proportion. Join as the experts from the Angels and Giants series continue their examination of biblical giants, the Watchers and the Nephilim. You will explore the mysteries of ancient megalithic structures and learn why so many First Nation tribes and civilizations share the same origin stories rooted in the existence of giants and what the Bible has to say about 
about all of it. Sold separately, these items in the Angels and Giants Expedition Collection hold a retail value of $85. Yours right now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling. You can scan the QR code on your screen right now using the camera app on your phone to place the order at the SkywatchTVStore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the Angels and Giants Expedition Collection today. Item number one today, trees are racist. Eh, well, at, at least the cartoon depiction of a tree representing now the new mascot for New College of Florida, the Mighty Banyans, the new mascot for the college. A Bernie Sanders-supporting white female activist in Florida took to the op-ed pages of a local newspaper last weekend to claim that the new mascot for the new college is um, racist. See, uh, liberal people in Florida, liberal Floridians, have been uh, losing their minds ever since Governor DeSantis began overhauling the new college of Florida. It's a liberal arts school, but it is a state-funded institution of higher education. Uh, Governor DeSantis has been appointing conservative trustees, which, of course, is making liberals' heads explode. Their abolition of the uh, DEI office at New College of Florida led to paroxysms of incoherent anger, such as comparing DeSantis to um, Adolf Hitler. (laughs) I do not think you know what that name means. Uh, Anyway, New College recently changed its mascot to the Mighty Banyans, which is a type of tree that uh, grows on campus. They've got roots that come down from the limbs and touch the ground, hence the uh, limbs you see from the arms of the Mighty Banyan there. But according to a retired educator and current president of the Minnesota Democratic Public Education Caucus, a woman named Robin Williams, the Mighty Banyan should have set off alarms. According to Williams, the... uh, Trustees and interim presidents supported and chose this uh, as the new mascot because it depicts a tree, and I'm quoting now, that has been anthropomorphized to closely resemble an angry, threatening brown individual, end quote. Look, if you look at the cartoon depiction of a tree representing a, uh, an, an athletic team, and you see an angry brown person, then you are the racist. Skywatch TV's spring virtual conference continues. You get 90 days access to two dozen presentations on One World Rising, the growing infrastructure of the future One World Government. And as a free bonus, all six Skywatch films feature-length documentaries. You could sit down, and if you watched it straight through, it would take you about a day and a half to watch all of this content. But you get 90 days to watch what you choose to watch in the order you choose to watch it. Find out more and sign up now for instant access at DefenderConference.com, DefenderConference.com. Camping season is here at Whispering Ponies Ranch, and since we support the work of Whispering Ponies Ranch, your support of Skywatch TV helps fund the work of working with children at risk. We truly appreciate your support, and to show our thanks, during the month of June, we'll send you a copy of the book by Terry James, End Times Prophecy Expert. Uh, He is actually the editor of this collection of essays called Lawless, a collection of essays about End Times Prophecy. If you're in the U.S. or Canada, of course, to 
keep the postage costs manageable. Again, for your gift of any size, no minimum donation, uh, any amount, we'll send you a copy of Lawless. And uh, you can find out more at our website, skywatchtv.com. Look for the red donate button or call us toll-free, 844-750-4985. The Book of First Enoch, it is somewhat controversial in that it explains or helps us to understand better some of the weird parts of the Old Testament, specifically or especially Genesis chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. The sons of God saw that the daughters of man were fair and took wives of any they chose. The giants, or the Nephilim, were in the earth in those days. And also after that, well, um, First Enoch helps understand that, but it's not in the Bible. So how seriously should we take First Enoch? Our guests this week discuss this. Doug Van Dorn, author of the book Giants, Sons of the Gods, and Rudy Landa, film director and producer, and uh, the man who uh, put together the new four-part documentary series, Angels and Giants, The Watchers and the Nephilim. Doug Van Dorn takes part in it, as does Tom Horn, L.A. Marzulli, many other people that you will know, and uh, they are our guests during this four-week series. If you haven't watched the previous episodes, you can watch them and this week's episode at skywatchtv.com. All of our video content is always there. You can also watch them right now at Roku and Apple TV, or you can check them out at our YouTube channel and or Rumble sites, rumble.com slash skywatchtv. Better yet, download our free app, which brings all of that content right into your smartphone or tablet. You can download those programs to watch offline. And if you've got a relatively recent smart TV, you can cast the video to your TV using Google's Chromecast or Apple's AirPlay and uh, do it without wires. It's pretty cool, actually. That's what all the cool kids are doing these days. This uh, app is available for iOS, Android, and Amazon Kindle Fire phones and tablets. It is free. We have links to their app stores at the website, skywatchtv.com. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.